Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. You are here to change your conversation with money. Mm -hmm. You're developing a relationship with it. You're actually using it as a tool, something to represent like potential and possibility Mm. as opposed to whatever that definition is for you now. Yeah. So let's commit to that and go into that knowing that. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. 
it just might be you. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I have the most amazing interview for you today. This is someone who is near and dear to my life. She helps me grow and expand light pink. She is my part of a CFO team who really has helped me dial in my goals and really helps me manage my money and also just grow the vision as not only a company, but as a person behind the company in a very holistic way. And today, that incredible guest is Bridget Boucher. She is a seeker of expansion. She's a former corporate CFO turned CFO for entrepreneurs. She brings a unique style, voice, and methodology to help you run a profitable e-business while living a fuller life. And that's exactly what she does for me. She and her team provide sought-after proven strategies that she used to scale her latest business to multi-six figures in just five months during a global pandemic. Her soulful, energetic approach to numbers is refreshing to the heart-centered entrepreneur she serves. You can find her enthusiastically speaking, mentoring, educating, and empowering others through her online communities, programs, and courses designed with just the right amount of woo-woo, and woohoo for the next level of leaders. You guys, I loved sitting down and having this chat in person after a amazing strategy day for my company, Light Pink. And I can tell you, I do not know what I would do without this woman and her incredible team. So let's get started. Bridget, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. So excited. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You guys were in person right now because uh, yesterday, Bridget, myself, and um, her business partner, Amanda, uh, got to go through an intensive for Light Pink. And we're going to talk all about that. So she's one of my people who are on my team. Like she's literally on my light pink team, helping me grow all the things. Um, so we went through a really, really beautiful, uh, session, intensive session where I got so clear. It's crazy. I woke up today. I have not felt this good in a really long time because I will tell you like clarity is King. It gives you all your power back. Um, I was in such a place of anxiety, of fear of like, Oh my God, can I do this? Because I, you know, I'm so good in certain areas. And I think that applies to everybody listening. They know they're so good in certain areas. And sometimes we can rule things out of what's possible for us because we think we have to know it all. And this has been a real, you know, big piece for me. A thorn in my side has always been numbers. And I decided like six months ago that I wanted to feel super empowered around it. And, um, that's when it was like, well, if I want to feel empowered, I have to go to the people who are the best at it and they have to actually teach me and help me. And that's really when I was like, your name just kept coming up. You've been in a bunch of our things. I'm like, I love how she thinks. Um, and I wanted somebody who was really approachable and really excited to help empower women, help empower people, um, in their businesses around the numbers. So that's why you are here today. Cause we just did a session. She's in person, you guys. So this is even better because I feel like you get to feel the energy even more. So, so welcome. Thank you so much. It is so fun to be able to come in and, you know, managing your money is a form of self-care. Yes. Truly. Cause you think about self-care by definition is really doing things to improve your well-being. Mm. And if you, like you alluded to, like if it creates anxiety, if you lose sleep over it, if it's something that, um, can, you know, take up energy that you could be putting towards the greater good, mm. then that is not, you know, taking care of your well-being. So a lot of people kind of put it in the closet and hide it away. And, you know, we really work to create a safe space to talk about the things that you might either not want to talk about or can't talk about mm. with some other people. And money, um, it's really a tool. It's an energy. And we want to change the conversation about money for all mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and just really humans in general. Oh my God. That's so good. Money is self-care. Like when you, I can say I have been on the other side of not having money. I have been on the side of being stressed about money. And I can say now that the more that I, you know, the more that I learn how to earn it, the more that I learn how to take care of it, the more that I learn how it works. Cause it has real money. You guys has actual like universal laws. I believe that if you are not like willing to part with it and give it to the people who can also like help you and do all the things that maybe you cannot do. I believe there is a, like a a system uh, in which money 
like the more that you give it for different things that maybe you're not great at or things that you're passionate about, the more it is going to flow to you. Like money does not do well when it's stagnant, like just sitting somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's why even when you invest, you're not putting money in a place that it just sits in like this vault. Like when you invest, it's literally going and being used and put out into the system in which it can grow. It's like money is energetically being utilized to go and help other things grow. So it's just an interesting, it's just so much fun. Like I really, really like even celebrate like bringing women in and being able to pay them. I'm so excited because, you know, getting to pay you and then you getting to teach me the things that are going to bring even more cash flow, which is going to support so many other things, so many other people, you know, it's just such a bigger picture than we look at. We kind of look at money and we're like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, so tell me where this number one, I want to, I want to first learn what you did before helping entrepreneurs. And then what was the pivot in which you saw, Whoa, there's a big need here. Yeah. So I actually built my career on numbers. So I was the person that took the traditional corporate career path. So I came out of small town, Northern Minnesota. I went to college, got my accounting degree in like four years and took that path because it seemed kind of safe. It was in demand. And I just didn't know any other version of success. I didn't Mm -hmm. know how to define it any other way than what was laid out to me. I didn't have a whole lot of entrepreneurs in my my world for my space. So I took that path and I ran with it and I had big goals and I climbed the corporate ladder and I did all the right things in air quotes, you know, like staying late, Mm -hmm. working the weekends, relocating Mm. to Atlanta, Georgia, where I am now. Um, And I made CFO, corporate CFO by 30, which was, I was so excited, right? Like, oh my gosh, my behaviors matter. I can do all these things and I can reach these milestones. And I loved it. I really loved it for the first few years. And I didn't have language for it at the time. Now I would say I was, I I started to feel disconnected Mm. out of alignment. Like I was missing out on my life a little bit. There was some sort of unlived, unleashed version of myself Mm. that was inside. And I was like, damn, if I'm going to like stifle her any longer. Yeah. And so I did the very unpopular thing in um, my family or my friends, you know, and I, and I left this corporate Mm. career. Now, when I say I left, it's not like I just, oh, aha moment. And I left. I resigned three different times. I had a whole budget (laughs) in my mind. I had, you know, there was a lot of emotional, you know, connecting to that version of success for me that I was going to give up. Yeah. And so when I decided to do that, that was actually six years ago. And when I decided to do that, I really thought that was the work was making the decision. And it sure as shit was not. Interesting. That was when I said, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was wearing busy as a badge of honor, Mm. that I was wearing this title and this, this, you know, the, the bitch in the corner office, if you will, (laughs) right? Like all of that, like as this armor Mm. for just external validation, I was a gold star chaser. I had no idea who I was Mm. without that. And I learned really quickly that I had so much inner work to do to figure out who my voice was because I was always kind of playing a role with my own spin on it. Right. But until you're kind of alone with that and you strip away those things, you realize like, how do I want to show up in the world? Mm -hmm. And am I going to pendulum swing this and say, I don't want to do anything with CFO. I just want to go find myself. And and I, I did everything, Lori. I walked dogs. I did network marketing. (laughs) I did all kinds of things just in search of myself, (laughs) right? And inevitably what happened is I have a passion for numbers. I understand it. I use it as a tool. It wasn't, you know, I've done a lot of work around it. And I I realized that nobody can take that experience away from you. Mm. So it's not that I abandoned my skill sets or how um, I feel I can serve in the world. I just repackaged it Mm. and found my Mm. own voice and a way to deliver it. And so I started doing contract CFO work. I started doing some things in corporate, but it wasn't until I got into the entrepreneurial space, um, really for my own growth, um, I didn't know what the potential was. And it wasn't until I got in the rooms with entrepreneurs and the masterminds and with you and Chris to really show me that possibility. Mm. And one thing I realized real quickly in those conversations with people is they didn't know shit about their money. Mm. They were so good at what they did, mm-hmm. so in their zone, had so much potential, but there was an underlying commonality of fear of the unknown of money. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is it. And it wasn't even an aha moment then. It was like a couple rounds of having these conversations and going, yeah. I need to help make the nightmares go away for these people. Yeah. 
And how do I do that? And how do I serve? And so that's where I ended up serving entrepreneurs. So repackaging the skill sets that you have, don't abandon them. Yeah. Just make it your own. Oh man. So good. So you had these moments of just like, wow, this is crazy how I'm seeing the same repeat patterns of a lot of these like really successful, smart Mm -hmm. people who are learning how to make money Mm -hmm. quickly or maybe not even quickly, but they're learning how to scale. They're learning how to make larger amounts of money. You guys, a lot changes really quickly when you start to level up into different amounts of money. Like there are so many things that need you need in place that nobody talks about. I, my parents certainly weren't talking about it. We never made enough money to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And even then they, they, they didn't have things where they were teaching us even growing up. I think a lot of people, you're kind of the, one of the very few more fortunate ones if your parents did teach you about money. And I think that's going to be so different in the future and you're going to make that so different. Um, but with that said, you know, there's a lot of people who are even running businesses that you guys listen to or know who maybe don't feel great about, you know, their money, their money situation. So when you realize that, what were some of the things that you were like, Oh God, I have to create this. Or I can see like, what were some of the themes that you were seeing that people were struggling with? Yeah. So, you know, when you get your marketing dialed in and you get your message, you you really start to generate wealth. And I was seeing big launches and I was seeing um, people bringing in money, but not knowing how to keep it, not knowing how to reinvest it. So I, I, I have this revenue that I'm generating, but how long will it last? Mm. Oh, now I want to, you know, hire a team, but how long, how do I know that how, how much I can pay them, how long I can pay them, how to pay them, you know, logistically that, um, when do I reinvest in my business? How do I reinvest time and money into my business to create more time and money? And -hmm. it was really about giving the guidance and the advisement on what are you trying to accomplish? Especially for entrepreneurs, there's a lot of inconsistent cash flow. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that, you want to be able to have visibility to look out ahead, like mapping, mapping yeah. it out to be able to say, how long can this last? How long should this last? Where should I put money in? When do I need to launch again? Mm-hmm. Do I have recurring revenue options? Am I pricing appropriately? That one always trips people up, pricing. Mm. We tend to undervalue or underprice for fear. Um, and so we do a lot of exercises with entrepreneurs to have them really go into an engagement confident with their price mm. and the value that they're providing. So, you know, pricing visibility would be a big thing. Um, and really just being able to have that safe space to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We talk about everything else as entrepreneurs, but we really don't dig into the money part of it. And that's probably part of that upbringing, that money story. It's taboo right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that is for people, it's, or it's seen as um, a negative. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have it, you're in scarcity mind. And if you do have it, you're gloating or bragging. Yes. Right. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are some commonalities. Okay. So let's talk about what we did yesterday together. So we did money mapping essentially. Now I'm going to explain it from my perspective, and then I'm going to have you tell me what we actually did. <laughs> Perfect. So you guys, I, I need a CFO. Like I need a CFO team to help me manage my money, help me understand all of the things that happen, um, with a large company like mine. Uh, meaning I, I may, I have a lot of pieces. What would you call that? I wouldn't say I'm a large company in terms of, um, you know, employees, but I would say what I'm running has a lot of moving parts. You need a scalable business model and yes. you need to make sure all pieces are firing on all cylinders. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. See, like I said, she will, I'm going to like have her, this feels like if I talked into a microphone and it spit out the translation of what I meant, I really like this. <laughs> I feel very smart. It's teamwork at um, its best. <laughs> it really is. So yesterday, um, because I needed, you know, a, a CFO and a team to come in and say, okay, let's, let's look at your numbers. Let's map out what your goals are for the year. Let's work backwards. Let's see who you need in place. Let's see what your zone of genius is. Let's see where there's any gaps. Let's see where we can find more money. Let's see where you're leaking money, where we could save money, who your people are. We literally did all of the things. I actually, I didn't know we were going to do that much. And when you walked in, you're kind of like, okay, we're actually going to start with like who you are and what your strengths are. And I was like, oh, this feels so good because this is totally how I work best. Um, So I think I thought, I thought what I was going to get was like a plan for my numbers and which is so important. Um, you know, and really know what numbers I want to hit and just talk about, you know, who's going to be doing what, but I didn't know I was going to be able to 
really map out my, essentially my year of what we're going to do with me being the main focus. Of course, the product is so important and the business is so important, but essentially if I'm not able to work in my zone of genius, then things aren't going to be like, you're the, I'm the lifeblood of this company right now. So, um, I loved that approach of like, okay, if you're the, if you're the heart, then how do we make sure everything is wired correctly and taking care of, you know, making sure that that is the thing that's moving this along. So tell me about that. Tell me about what we did. Where did that come from? Why? Yeah, it's um, you hit it on the head. I love um, a lot of times and we do things backwards and we build a business and we put everything into the business mm. because we love it. It's our baby. Yeah. We put it all into the business and then whatever energy is left over, our life gets. Mm. And that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real, real. So we really need to start with a lifestyle plan and figure out where, um, what capacity and energy you have and where you want to spend your time in the business. Because mm. when you can build a business around your lifestyle plan, yeah. you can diffuse the burnout. Mm. You can set up a scalable business model with the systems and support in place to allow you to build that and reach your goals in a way that actually feels good to you. Mm. We provide a holistic approach to running a profitable business while living a fuller life. Mm -hmm. And that's in tandem, that's in conjunction. So when we come into an intensive, we really start with you, the CEO, the owner, to be able to say what's important to you. What are your personal core values? What do you, when do you feel your best? Mm. Where do you, where's that superpower and how much time do you get to spend on that now? And how much ideally would you like to spend on that? Mm. And then, and only then can we create workflows and systems and hire people and all of that stuff using your money as right. a resource to put in the places that will actually create that experience. Mm. So that's really why we go in that way. And a lot of times, you know, when people think about money mapping out their business or they think about just the financial piece of it. It's like one leg of a three-legged stool. Right. You have to look at all of it. You have to look at time because minutes are money. Mm -hmm. Wasted time just bleeds away at the bottom line. So how do you identify those gaps and those Mm -hmm. inefficiencies? Mm -hmm. And how do you find people like hire out your weaknesses so that that's a really wise investment that gives you the space to be in your zone? Um, We all have been, and you're in this as well in your creative part of this, the marketing, the speaking of, of light pink, and you're just like light up about it. You mm. know, when that feels good, it doesn't almost like even feel like work. Right. No. And mm-hmm. that's why as entrepreneurs, we've got to protect that energy because we will go balls in. Totally. And if there's nothing left over for the stuff that is actually going to move the needle at the end of the day, you've just got to get the, the support in place. Mm. so that you can thrive. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we all make personal sacrifices to start businesses. And if we end up in the same place, pissed off, burned out, resentful, what was it all for? What was it for? Totally. I've, and I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow, if I keep and we tend to as entrepreneurs, if we don't get external help, like, uh, you know, a lot of times entrepreneurs can kind of just like the, we, we, we kind of do well alone, but you don't like, mm-hmm. you actually don't like you keep you can keep repeating the same mistakes, meaning you can keep setting up businesses that get you into the positions that you don't actually enjoy uh, just because you can mm-hmm. and because you can also make money. And, um, you know, I do think that there's caps on that. Like you kind of keep, if you're a person who's like hitting ceilings, like glass ceilings, you're kind of like, uh, it's probably when you need some help around, around this, you know, whether that's, and it's not people like, it's not just people like me that you work with who are maybe starting a product company or who've been entrepreneurs for a while. This is like you start, you work with, um, you know, what, tell, tell me your ideal person or the people that you love to work with. Cause money is kind of in all businesses. So tell me who those people are. I love that you said that money is a commonality across every human. It's something <laughs> yeah. that you think about in some way, form or fashion, you know, every day. But for entrepreneurs, um, you know, we really focus on um, entrepreneurs that are scaling businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, If they're established, usually around a revenue point, because we have to use a metric of some point, is about 250,000 annual revenue um, and beyond. So Mm -hmm. some seven-figure businesses, six-figure businesses that are generating revenue. You have to have resources for us to work with, Right. Right. And so um, we have some exceptions to that. It is like um, your financial footprint is as unique as your DNA. So it's it's no different with your business. So we have to come in and do these assessments, these intensive to figure out where you are, serve it up. Mm -hmm. And then only then 
when we collectively have this collaboration session, can we figure out exactly what you need? Mm -hmm. And so we kind of start with this revenue type um, established business goal to figure out how and where we can take that. But it, it's not up to me to say if you're at 250K that you want to be at a million, you might, you might not. Right. Your version of success is uniquely defined by you mm-hmm. and redefined over time. Honestly, it's our obligation to continuously redefine that mm-hmm. success. So once we get those business goals, we figure out the why we understand your core values, we're able to do that. But it really does start with a, a business that is established and scaling. Mm. Um, we we don't necessarily we want you to know your numbers and not necessarily do your numbers. And we will never want you to walk into a room and not be able to answer a question about your business. Um because you don't know, right? Like you said, you mentioned the word empower. Mm -hmm. That's really what we want. All of us want to feel empowered. You don't have to be the shero of everything. Mm -hmm. And it took me really too long to hire people. And probably because I have my own, you know, fears of trying to figure out how to train and, you know, where do I invest my time and money and can I do it quicker? And it's like, when you have that third party perspective, you have that somebody that is hearing you And you're saying, this is important to me and this is priority, but then you go make decisions that don't line up with that. That's a good check and balance that you you need to have. That's Mm -hmm. where your mentorship comes in. Money mentorship, money mapping, um, strategy, alignment. You know, we're never going to come in and say, no, you can't spend your money here, Lori. We're going to say, does that line up with what what you said in the beginning? Does that still line up with your goals? Hey everyone, we're going to take a small break right here because I have to tell you about a new company I am obsessed with. If you're looking for a new career path, if you're passionate about health and wellness, if you're ready to take control of your own destiny, then we might just have the opportunity for you. I have to tell you about Squeeze. It's a way better massage experience from the founders of Drybar who have completely revolutionized the $16 billion massage industry. Their proprietary app allows guests to book, pay, set personalized preferences, tip, rate, and review all at your own fingertips. So after you massage, you can just float on out and it's absolutely stress-free. No awkward exchanges, no wait times, just a feel-good experience. The first squeeze location opened in March 2019 in Los Angeles, California, and with their proven success, they are now franchising. This means you can have the opportunity to work with the founders of Drybar, bring squeeze to your community and have ownership of your career and life. This team makes it easy peasy squeezy to own a squeeze by providing each operating partner with the tools, playbooks, and resources to build a successful business. Squeeze's co-founder and CEO, Brittany Driscoll, is the former VP of marketing for Drybar and has built a team of operators, creatives, marketers, and strategists to support the national expansion of Squeeze. She has created a people-focused, feel-good culture, which makes it no surprise that Squeeze now has over 15,000 five-star reviews an NPS score of 82, which is higher than Starbucks, Nordstrom and Apple, over 100 million PR impressions, almost 1,000 monthly members, and most importantly, a happy team with over 96% of therapists recommending Squeeze as a great place to work. Not only would you get to work with the founders of Drybar, but Squeeze is now offering exclusive perks to their founding franchisees. You can learn more by going to squeezemassage.com slash happy and filling out the application at the bottom of the page. That's squeezemassage.com slash happy. You guys, I am so excited for you to check this out. Now let's get back into the show. So we went to dinner last night and I asked you a question. I said, what what did you do that made me feel like I could share kind of everything and made it feel like I could ask any stupid question? Because I really felt, and I know we did some things in the beginning, but I was so in it that I couldn't remember what you did to create the container. And I do think that that is one of the most important things that you do is we can't solve a problem that we're not willing to share with someone. So if we're embarrassed about it, guess what? You just wasted your money and your time on a strategy session when you never really got to the root of what the problem is or what you have fear around. And I, and I found that when I could just let it all go and be like, look, I, you know, because I, it, I think for some people, like maybe to some people in their world, they can appear a certain way, or you should have all your shit together. And it's like, I know that if I didn't utilize my time yesterday to say, here's, here's the thing, 
you know, Chris has been doing these finances. Um, I've felt this way around it. I feel really stupid because I don't know what this means. I'm just going to let it go and ask every stupid question today so I can actually start to understand. And if I don't understand it, I'm not going to say, yes, I get it. Let's move on. Like I'm going to get it before we move on. And that was my kind of my intention before I said it, but you had, you had set it up. So I want to talk about how you set that up and what, what you see a lot with people around money and how you kind of break that down to be like, this is, let's just let it all out. Like Mm -hmm. all those things you're afraid of, let's get them all out on the table. Yeah. Yeah. That there is, um, there's a reaction Mm -hmm. a lot of times when people be like, talk about my money with somebody else. Like, yeah, I'd rather eat a shit sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, don't go there. And I use this analogy um, a lot is when we when we start to dig in, first of all, we do create the container in a safe space. We are a safe space to land. There are mm-hmm. no questions off limits. There is absolutely no shame in this. You are here to change your conversation with money. Mm-hmm. You're developing a relationship with it. You're actually using it as a tool, something to represent like potential and possibility mm. as opposed to whatever that definition is for you now. Yeah. So let's commit to that and go into that knowing that. Um, the analogy that I use a lot is when we first start, it feels like people are like standing there in their skivvies, like mm. just in front of somebody naked, like yeah. everything's totally. out, like, oh my God, you could see my numbers. It'd be like if you were sitting next to somebody and you logged into your bank account yeah. and you had to hand the phone to the person totally. next to you, you'd shit your pants, yeah. right? <laughs> but the reality is you start out in your skivvies. And then as we work through this and we start to use it as a tool and we map it out and we talk about pricing and possibility, we empower you to think about it differently. You want to go fucking streaking. Yeah. That's what, that's what happened. That is totally what happened. And, and that's the transformation that we want to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at this. This is the uh-huh. way that I'm going and I'm doing it in a way that feels good to me and to my mission, my values, the impact I want to make. You cannot help people solve problems or help people or help solve world problems if you're broke. No, you can't even think, you can't think outside of yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you can't even like, it, it doesn't even doesn't even feel important to you mm-hmm. until you can take care of yourself, you yeah. know, until you can get your stuff and look like, okay, now how can I help over there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't want to say that cause it is, it does feel important to some people and then it makes them feel helpless and then they feel debilitated. Like they can't do anything. So mm-hmm. it really is just like empowering from all angles, no matter, no matter what that mm-hmm. personality or background. Um, I, I want to talk about just some of the things that came out of yesterday that I was surprised by. Um, I was surprised that by mapping the numbers. So if people are like, I don't know if I need like a money makeover in my, you know, business or if I need that map. I, I feel like I have a bit of strategy. Um, for me, I I kind of like had a general idea. I'm sure I could have sat down with Chris and like figured some things out. Um, but number one, I I wanted somebody who, and Chris is so great with me with numbers, but I wanted someone that dedicated like this was just our time. It was like, I knew it was, they were fully like, you know, into what I was doing and Chris is busy. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think even if we have somebody in our life that we might feel like, I could ask them, but maybe it doesn't feel like, you know, I feel like I'm kind of burdening them. Like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like literally go do it. If you cannot absolutely cannot afford to do something like this. But every time I've gone specifically to someone who can help me, who's like so bought in and I've, you know, you equal energy exchange, you've, you've paid them, they're in it. They're now like they're bought into it. They want results for you. I just felt free to like not worry or stress. And like, this is my time. I don't have to worry about like, now what can I do for you? Like, even though I love doing stuff for you, but it's like, it was very much, this is our time to figure this out. Like we're not leaving this room until this gets figured out. So for me, some things that came out of that, um, you know, so even though if you think you have strategy or, or money strategy, what I learned is that by really like overall holistically starting with myself and my needs and where I need to be and what I need to be doing and what I need to get out of, you know, and, and who I need around me in order to do that, I ended up filling in these like gaps um, and bridging these gaps that I had so much for laughing because I was like, (laughs) Bridget, you do what your name is. Like you bridge it, you bridge the gap, dad joke. And I said, I wasn't even going to tell her. And now I told like thousands of people. Um, So there you go. Probably funnier to us. But with that said, like you find, you find where people are leaking money. You find where we can find more money. You find the people who are need to be around you to support you. And we really talk about like, who is that person? You also talked about like, 
um, you would ask me like, what's the best way to communicate that? Or how do you effectively communicate that? And I think this is so underestimated. I'm, I'm actually utilizing this a lot. Not just, I love that you brought it into what you do because I'm starting to utilize it in so many other things. Cause it's one of the most important things. Like when my assistant came on, I was like, Oh, I have this new opportunity to actually communicate with her the way that I communicate best. So it's like, Hey, I communicate best if I voice note you the things and you like communicate back to me by either if it's under a minute, I can handle a voice note, but if it's long, I need a text or an email. So like actually setting up things like that, that might seem so weird to some people like, okay, I can voice note you, but you can't voice note me back. Like that's not how I take in information. So it was very much like, okay, who do we need here? How do you communicate best? Okay. Here's what I, we have to communicate to you, you being um, Bridget and Amanda, who is her um, partner in a lot of this, it was like, here's what we'll need to communicate to you every month. What works best for you? Like, what's your best communication style? And it was like, are you email? Are you text? Are you like phone call? What is this? So even those little things are like, oh, how do you support the person? Because the person is supporting the business, which was so powerful. Yeah. You know, especially when you're talking about numbers, but just in life in general, people communicate different. They process mm-hmm. information different. They receive it differently. And for many people, numbers are just like a splat board of like a spreadsheet. Mm. And there's there's so much that can get lost in it. So Amanda and I might have all of those details mm. and we do, but to present them to an owner, we want to make it visually appealing or we want to point out, highlight what, what is the highlight show of your business? What is the dashboard? What numbers do you need to know? If we can't do it in a page mm. or a visual aid, it's not worth doing. That was so good when you said that yesterday. I was like, yeah, honestly, if you can't do it in a page, you've lost me. So <laughs> yeah. for real, like if I, if it's more than a page of like information that I need to know, I'm like, this is too, it's too much, right? It's like, no, give me the five things I need to do this month or the five things I need to get to you. Like give me my bite-sized homework and I can mm-hmm. work on that. But if it's mm-hmm. like, too long or buried amongst other things I don't need to know, like get, give me the highlights. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love you to the bite size. It's a, it's a snack size strategy mm-hmm. approach. We want to create wins, small, fast snacks. wins along the way. Snacks. Yes. <laughs> um, we want to create those because that's honestly, you have to feel like your changes, your behaviors are mattering. Mm. And if you don't feel like they matter because you're not creating momentum or you're not moving the needle or whatever that next mm-hmm. ideal outcome is, then you can lose interest real fast. Mm-hmm. And so we want to do that in a way that feels like it's in motion. Yep. And um, it's one thing to have a goal. It's great to have a goal, but you got to reverse engineer it and celebrate all along the way. Oh, it's so good. So many people are like, well, I don't even know what my goal should be. I don't understand what this would look like. Well, let's show you what it would look like. And then let's see if that's possible Mm -hmm. in your week to week. Let's see if that's possible in your month to month. And then let's also not see if it's possible just by asking the human, but let's Let's actually show you what it would look like if you wanted to hit those particular numbers by who you would need, mm-hmm. you know, cause there are people, we think we're doing it all on our own. And it's like, no, you could actually get someone who's an expert in those Facebook ads, or you could get someone who is an expert in marketing this, or you could get someone who knows how to set up an affiliate program. So all that money is not just going to come from you posting on Instagram every day. Like you're, you're setting things up that are going to be with different teams who have different expertise. Um, And I think that was really big too, is that you guys kind of, you really can do a lot of different things within the business, like right down to, Hey, I think there might be, you know, this person that I need. And do you guys have any experience with how much they're paid or what that would look like or what that could look like? And, you know, even if you didn't have the answers to all of it, which you actually had the answers to a lot of it, it was kind of like, well, here's what you could look at. Here's what you could do. Here's who you could talk to here. You guys just have so many good references or, well, it's not the same, but it's kind of the same. So this is what this would look like. This is how much this person could get paid. You could incentivize them. It could be incentive pay. So maybe it's not all coming from, you know, just you, but it's, it's, um, it's dependent upon their, um, like key performance indicators being hit. Uh, so there was a lot of things that just really, when you're in the business that you have been in in the past and when you work with so many entrepreneurs, you guys have to remember that when you're hiring someone like a Bridget, right? right, Like, or if you hire Bridget, um, what you're getting is you are essentially getting the opportunity to work with these other hundreds of entrepreneurs that she's worked with. Like you are gaining the experience of their businesses in such a quick manner. And I swear by that. I mean, you know that you were in Vast Foundations, um, you know, 
Yep. I think you're in the, are you in the next round? Okay. No, she's been in a lot of, she's like, no, sorry. Uh, she's been in a lot of rounds of fast foundations and it just literally like is so powerful because you get to be and see all of their businesses. Yes. And honestly, um, she, she mentioned fast foundations. That was really the turning point in my entrepreneurial journey was getting in the rooms and seeing what people were doing and what potential was out there and how I was really playing super small. Mm. And that, that entire experience has been monumental um, for so many reasons, for personal growth, for professional growth, for confidence, for crafting messages, for figuring out what pain points are, and really ultimately scaling a business, a multi-six-figure business during a pandemic mm-hmm. in five months. Yeah. So I mentioned I came from the CFO world, very different in corporate compared to entrepreneurship. So I took all those trials, all those pivots, all mm-hmm. that massive action from the, the pandemic year and yeah. really realized where the service was and found a business partner that could help complement my services and really elevate the value. Mm. And also collaboration, guys. Oh man. Oh, don't be afraid of it. I know a lot of us as entrepreneurs think we need to be a solo shop in order for it to be ours. Like we had to build it from the ground oh, up and sweat equity and all this stuff. And there's value in that. But if you have something where you can collaborate with somebody that you can work really well with, because it's an important relationship mm-hmm. um, that, that will increase the value of whatever you're offering, um, I highly recommend it. it. It very, very much, there are things that Amanda sees that I don't see. I just don't think of them that way. And likewise, that I give that she doesn't yeah. do. And when you can come at a business from different directions, you can really optimize it and get there faster. Mm. You can spread the workload. You can spread the experience, so um, perspective. Fun. Oh my gosh, oh. we celebrate. Um, we're here, you know, in Scottsdale, we're going to sit poolside and do some business intensive mm-hmm. on our own yeah. business. Um, we brought some coloring books. I mean, it is a jam yeah. session. <laughs> yes. I love it. You know, I loved it so much because that's what I, I think what just like makes me want to cry is seeing because when I set the intention of light pink, it was like to work with other women and other teams of women. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm getting to see is like you and Amanda working together and what like joy that brings, like you really love what you do. Mm -hmm. And then like your team gets to work with my team and then all our teams are together. And it's just like the meeting of the minds is so, it's so special. It's, it's spiritual. Mm -hmm. It is essentially we get to experience parts of ourselves and each other and what happens when those minds come together. I mean, there's literally so much written on masterminds, meaning just like two or more minds, typically three or more minds that come together. There is something accessed that it cannot normally be accessed. And I will say like yesterday in that room, I felt not only like safe, but just, it was so fun. And you know, business doesn't have to be scary and you can be crazy abundant and crazy successful by leaning into the fear and looking at it and having somebody who can kind of hold that container for you in that space to be like, Hey, I'm going somewhere scary. Do you think Mm -hmm. you could like help me over (laughs) here? And I, I just, the collaboration, the collaborative energy is so it's powerful. It's beautiful. Um, you know, of course, I'm sure there's people who work with people who it's not great, but I think the more that you work with people and set the intention of who you want to work with, which is a great next question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely worked with people I haven't wanted to work with. Um, you know, I hadn't set intentions. I was maybe choosing people from a place of like, maybe I saw a lot of success with other people or thought that they created that success. And I was like, oh, I got to work with them. Oh my gosh, I need someone right now because this is bad. And, you know, I feel freaked out over this. And maybe you hire someone really fast, just from a, a place of fear where I can honestly say, I definitely hired you from a place of excited to look at my shit. Mm. Like I was like, I want to feel empowered. And I know that that's just, you're just like, okay, come on, let's mm-hmm. do it. Like this doesn't have to be you. Like it was very much a, yeah, we got this girl. This mm-hmm. isn't going to be anything bad that you think it's going to be. It's going to be awesome. In fact. Yes. I love that so much. It's a vibe. It's an intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody's for you and it's okay. There's a million different CFOs. There's a million different financial teams out there. There's, yeah. um, you know, different alcohol companies out there, but mm-hmm. nobody's going to do it like you. Yeah. Nobody's got the intent, the passion, the mission, the voice, the experience, the enthusiasm, like mm-hmm. need I go on, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's what's so exciting about what we can do and what we can put our, um, how we can put our authenticity into our mission and our voice. Mm-hmm. And so when you do it that way, um, it doesn't feel as much like work. It is, mm-hmm. there, there are moments of course, but when you can team up 
and you can feel safe and you can feel supported. Um, and you can actually get excited about conversations that otherwise might've drained the living hell out of you. Oh God, this would have been a nightmare with some other people for me just because I need that. Like, yeah, I knew what I needed. You the know? truth is guys, we were supposed to actually record this podcast yesterday, but Lori was so excited <laughs> about what we were doing. She said, you know what? I don't want to stop this momentum. Yeah. And that's when you know you're onto something. You want to leave room for that magic to happen. Mm-hmm. These A lot of magic falls out organically in these sessions because we have things we want to cover Mm. but we let it go where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. And we we believe that that's part of the power um, in these sessions that it creates such a transformation. It creates such excitement. And so I love that because I know that it's not always the experience that people can get, especially with money and that don't let that scare you. Mm-hmm. Do not let that stop you. Do not let that scare you. I have a quote from Brendan Bouchard. I believe it was, don't let your fear of money be greater than your um, desire to fulfill your mission. Mm. You know, it's, I've come such a long way. And especially even after yesterday, cause that was a true intensive. It was amazing. It, it really just kind of confronted everything. And I solved a lot of just fears, which were really draining me. I was definitely still waking up at, you know, like two, 3 AM once in a while, at least once a week, like, Oh fuck. What, <laughs> like, how am I going to do this? Like, I am still missing some major gaps. Like, you know, cause they don't come all at once. That's just how it works. So anybody listening first, I just want to say that, like, if you think you're supposed to know it all at once, I always, I always say, this is what it feels like, Bridget. And you probably feel this way. Like, I feel like your, your like vision is like a puzzle. Like you get a glimpse of the box and someone's holding the puzzle. It's like the actual like puzzle human person who's delivering it. And once in a while, he, the, he just like runs by and chucks two pieces at you, but doesn't <laughs> give you the rest. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, and you're like, give me, uh, and he's gone, you know? And you're like, damn it. But mm-hmm. you have these two major pieces and you're like, God, I hope he comes again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to set that up. Like you got to yes. be like, it's not just like, God, I hope he comes again. You have to say who is holding my other puzzle pieces. Like Mm -hmm. who else has it? And you guys were huge puzzle pieces for me yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, it comes one by one. And it's like, I think it's learning to like manage the fear in between the puzzle pieces. And I think you manage that by just leaning really hard into faith. Um, I don't know. And also taking action. What do you think? Yeah. It's, um, you know, I mentioned that I came from corporate, which was a totally different ball game. I just, I didn't have the language. I didn't, hadn't really done any sort of surrendering to Mm. life happening for me. I just, I didn't have that. And when I went out onto my own, I truly believe that that faith and whatever that is, the surrendering, the placing orders to the universe, to being really intentional with your thinking and your thought and how you talk to yourself and how Mm. you talk to others has been such a game changer to get through those things. Mm. There are gaps and there's going to be gaps and there's something to be learned through each of those. But you can work to narrow the gaps as you start to hire out your weaknesses or collaborate or get yourself in spaces where people are really um, going through it. They're in the ring with you. They're inspiring. They're thinking big. There's a lot of different things that you can do to start moving yourself forward in a direction that feels good to you. Mm. And the resources are there. You just have to find them. You have to go with your gut. It is not meant to be done on your own. Mm. I've tried it. It's isolating. It's scary. It's terrifying. It's, it's just, it's not the way that I found for me that I was able to make the most transformation. I made the most transformation, um, in the year as opposed to six years yes. being on my own. And it was because I got in the rooms and because I changed a lot of the ways that I was thinking that I didn't even realize were holding me back. Mm-hmm. So that language and that work, that inner work and that energy that you surround yourself with a hundred percent, huge game changer. It's literally everything. I don't know. Like there's no way people can listen to this podcast and not know that I'm just a complete product of my environments and my environments are the most important thing that I um, invest in, believe in, and our environments are people and they're the rooms that we get in. That's, that's it. It's not your, yes, it's your home and that's important, but that, that tends to come after you fix all your shit that you're like, what's wrong? I'm lonely. I don't know how to do this. Like that means you need to fix the people you're around in the rooms that you're in. Um, and then when you get that stuff taken care of, then you also can go and redecorate your home or throw everything out. (laughs) Random side tangent, but, um, you know, with that said, I think that 
for people who are, you know, I'm, I'm minding my money right now. So I, I want to feel abundant while I also, um, am being the best caretaker of my money and the investments that people have made into me. So, you know, even when I was investing, you know, I've made a lot of investments, which, you know, you know, all my money right now, I've made a lot of investments on starting up. Startup costs are very high for businesses, especially a product business can tend to have a much higher startup cost due to teams and goods that you need to actually have on hand and purchased and the teams that need them delivered and things like that. So not saying that to stop anyone, because I absolutely believe that you should be doing if it's in your heart and it's fully, it's fully possible. I would say even the hardest days are still, they're still fun. Um, but with that said, um, I'm saying this because I am very mindful of what I'm spending right now. And I think with everything that I have spent, I have to say, you know, stop looking at what you're spending and start understanding what you're actually investing into and what the outcome will be. So when I was spending on, on my team with you guys too, I also knew that the more empowered that I felt around money and the more good and solid I felt in it, that money also has the, you know, not even talking about, I'm talking about two things here. I'm going to talk about the tangible and the universal, like I believe there's the universal law of money of like invest, let it go, have faith in it, know that it's going somewhere good. And that's how it grows is you have to release it. Um, and then also look at, yes, you're investing in a financial team that understands how to find where you're spending too much money, where you could, you know, pull back how much you should actually be spending here, where to go have the conversation with your bank because you shouldn't be getting certain charges on your account. (laughs) Like that actually happened. Um, so it, it is, crazy that you really need to understand that these investments, although they can feel scary because maybe you've never made so many at once or so many big ones all at once. Oh my gosh. Like it is life-changing to have them now rather than I knew that if I didn't do my, some of my investments now, I knew that in one year I would have to go in maybe at tax time when I'm like in over my head and I can't explain, you know, who that check is. Cause I didn't track it well enough, or I'm spending too much money on, on this thing over here, or this team or whatever that looks like. And, you know, I was like, what if I, what if I did this opposite of what everybody has told me about their nightmare story? What if I actually took these lessons that people are trying to share with me and implemented them? And I went against the fear, spent a little bit more, but I saved myself the money in the time that I know, I know it, I've seen it enough. I've seen it enough now that I'm like, don't do this again. Yeah. Don't repeat that pattern because fear is making you say, well, I think I know how to do it. Cause I can right, Bridget. Like there was a lot of things that were on the board when we listed the things, which you guys, if you go through this process, you'll know, you'll list a lot of things that you can do. And then you'll realize that you will be in a lot of things you're not that great at. And the biggest things where you can move your business forward are not going to get your love and you're going to be stuck. You're going to be like, you'll be making money, but you, it's going to be so hard to exceed that amount of money. Um, because you are doing all the things that you can do and not the things that fully move your company forward and other people could be doing better than you. Yeah. It's, um, it's one of the biggest mistakes that I see entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. make is once they actually do decide to invest in something, they're not tracking it. Mm. And I, I want to really be clear to y'all that are listening. If you're investing in something, I don't mean like investing in real estate or the stock market. I mean, putting money into your business by creating, you know, or investing in a system or a team or a vendor or an agency or something like that. Are they giving you your time back? Mm. Cause they shouldn't be costing you more time. Are they giving you your zone of genius back? Are they selling on your behalf or are they creating more time for you to mm-hmm. sell? Yeah. Um, you know, these are really important questions to be able to track energetically as well. Is it something that's draining you? Yeah. Are you thinking about it um, more often than not? Or is this money that you're putting into your business going to bring you more money or at least some damn joy? Yeah. One or the other. It's got to be one or the other. Don't forget your joy, guys. You don't want to burn yeah. out here. We've all been down that road where we've kind of like found ourselves in a in a position where we're realizing there's a disconnect or there's not fulfillment. And we want to make sure that we're steering ourselves correctly, which is why the money mapping is really important. There is an analogy there. If you really think about it, like I'm going somewhere, but I'm flying blind. No, <laughs> not, not you after money yeah, mapping, you know no. exactly where you're going. You know mm-hmm. where this money is coming from, going to, how to track it. It's really, really important. It is 
one of your most important resources, the number one being time, but yeah. money is a renewable resource. Time is not. So we kind of focus on both of those. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so good and so true. And I do feel that way. Just like, so I'm clear. I can stop like having this energetic drain, you know, that, that screen that you leave up running while you're looking at another screen and you're like, why am I so tired? And you're like, well, you have 47 screens from all of your online shopping still up. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's how it feels is that I'm closing out of all of those screens and can get actually fully focused. And, you know, you, the joy piece is so important. And I actually was just listening again to one of my favorite Ted talks. It's Sean Acor's Ted talk. Um, but it's, you are 31% more likely to be productive. You have a better chance of being productive if you're joyful, mm-hmm. which, so we were talking about like, okay, if you were, if you could be 31% better in your business, what does that look like to your bank account? Mm. Oh, it translates. 31% better in your bank account <laughs> is what that looks like if anyone's doing the math. So, <laughs> so literally that's what you have to think about is, you know, if you're not leaving room for any joy, you're actually hurting your business. Mm-hmm. It's actually creating a serious problem. So- you know what's so interesting about this that I love, and I want to I, I want to want you to picture this, entrepreneurs. When you think about this, and what Lori's describing here is, there might actually become a time where you feel very seen, supported, and understood in your business by the mm. teams and the systems that have been created, and you almost have a hard time receiving it. Yeah. Because you're like, whoa, this is not, I was, I'm more busy, like a badge of honor. I don't know what to go for a walk in the middle of the day. Who does that? Like, but the reality is if that's the lifestyle you want, and that's what it's important to you when those pieces start working, that's the life that you want. Embrace it. Yeah. Own it. Don't Mm -hmm. be frantic to go create something again until you're ready. Yeah. Um, My, my, idea with, you know, scaling this so quickly as I had to simplify in order to scale, Mm -hmm. I had to let obligations go commitments go that weren't serving this mission. Mm. And with that created space. Yeah. And I almost didn't know how to receive it at first. Yeah. It just didn't line up with my version of success, but remember Mm -hmm. I redefine it often. God, I I've actually had a few moments like that where I'm like, how did I find this time today? Now (laughs) I it's funny because I almost caught myself to say, no, I'm very busy. Don't worry. I'm very busy. But like, I think I'm just learning from all of my past mistakes. Like that. Wow. Look, if I really do hire a really good team, I don't have to babysit them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Great. That's, that's like blowing my mind right now. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, you want to check in and you want to know, and you can see, but now I have things now I have things I can measure. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to go, no, let's really look, or let me really take this time this afternoon to figure out what's going on. And am I in a good place? And like, oh my God, you actually, that's all measured. It's all taken care. Of. It's time. It's getting your time back. So mm-hmm. who do you, I, I know that we kind of talked about who this is for, but what would you say is a good indicator that you could really use some help right now? If you're generating revenue mm-hmm. and you are not, you can't look Uh, uh, and like your hand in front of your face or the month ahead. Like if you don't have a vision as to how that, that revenue is going to play out and create more money to help you reach your goals, that is a huge indicator. Mm. And that's a lot of people. They're kind of going month to month. Yep. Okay. This, this money kind of goes out. Do I have enough money in the bank account to pay for it? But like, what is the strategy? Yeah. How do I create this goal that I want to get to, but I'm not narrowing, like I'm not getting those milestones. I don't understand. I can't quite visualize and get clear on the steps that I can reasonably take Mm. to get there. Yeah. When do I need to do that? Cash is queen, right? So we really keep an eye on cash. We want to generate it. We want to maximize profitability. We want to look into all the pieces of your business that make it run, all Mm. the resources. Mm-hmm. So whether that's a team you already have in place or a team you hope to build, yeah. whether that's processes that you have in place or systems that you're looking to invest in, or whether that's just repricing, a lot of people leave money on the table. Mm-hmm. And and I, I kind of want to use a blanket statement and say this, you guys, but like, if you're listening to this, raise your prices. Yeah. Raise your prices. Yeah. I'll say it louder. You can pretty much say it yeah. to everyone, I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. It's a, it's a commonality. Um, we tend to undervalue what we, what we do because yeah. we're not as clear on it. And that sends an energetic you know, exchange to the person that you're talking to that, that can, can limit your credibility in a way. And that's not you. You've got to stand firm. You've got to have conviction in what you offer. Yep. You're solving a problem and you deserve to be paid for that. I couldn't agree more. If you want to show up, if you want to actually make an impact on that person's business and life, you have to raise your prices or you're resentful and you don't fully show up. Yeah. You won't do the prep work before you will, um, you know, you'll kind of be like, I'm spending this hour and I'm not getting paid what I'm worth. Like, I'm just so angry about it. Like you end up getting angry with your client when it's your fault Yep. and you don't change, you don't show up in the way that you would when you charge more. Let me tell you what happens. (laughs) 
when you charge more, you become a different person. You do things and you show up in a way that you're like, I'm going to make an impact on this person. Um, so I actually think it's, uh, when you raise your prices, it's not only leveling up your client because it's, that is a transformation for them to figure out how to pay that much and how to make that much to pay you. Um, it really makes people like raise to a new level. So it's, it's a complete elevation for everybody involved. Um, so I love that as well. Okay. Where can we, um, where can we go if we want to do money mapping with you, work with you, see what else that you offer? Like if, if people want to go through an experience, you guys, it won't be the exact experience. We were talking about this because your experience is going to be so uniquely perfect for you. Um, because what worked for me, like Bridget knows I'm crazy. Like I function in very different ways and don't understand certain things. And she made it work for me. So, um, you don't need to already feel smart to do this. You literally just need to be where she said, making money. And if you, I was so confused. Um, so whether you are already like feeling empowered, but you want a little more work, whether you're feeling super confused and you're like, well, I don't even know if I'm good enough to work with, you're fine you're great. You're, you're going to be wonderful. It's, you're going to feel so empowered around it. So where do we find you, follow you? How can we uh, book an intensive, a money mapping intensive? Yeah. The best place is Instagram. Isn't it? Isn't it people isn't these it days the <laughs> um, at Bridget Boucher um, websites, BridgetBoucher.com. But Instagram is where I hang out the most. I love to drop money bombs, um, share value to entrepreneurs, little tidbits to get you to think a little bit differently about um, some things you might be facing. So mm. I've got some resources there and we will be um, have an intensive application to be able to start this process for you. Again, like Lori said, it's, it's totally unique to you, which is what makes it so special. It is as unique as your DNA, your mm-hmm. money, your money story, your financial situation, your mindset, and and quite frankly, frankly your goals. Mm-hmm. So no solution in a box here, guys. Yeah. We have some fun with it. Yeah. It's so great. You guys definitely go check her out for sure. Um, if you don't need her now, you're going to need her in the future. So get her on your radar. Um, and also I'm sure there's a ton of other people in your network as well. If there's other things or other people that you need at this time. So definitely go follow her because, um, yeah, if you're not feeling empowered around this, you, there will come a time where you need it. Um, where you, you'll be like, wow, I really want to grow this or just in general feeling empowered around your money is life-changing. You attract more of it you know, the better you feel, the better you feel, (laughs) the better you feel, the better you get. It just reflects back. So, um, you guys, as always, if you love this podcast, make sure you tag Bridget and let her know what your biggest takeaway was. So that's like the biggest gift that you can give to, um, you know, a guest on this podcast is to let them know what you're actually going to implement, what you're going to integrate, what an aha moment was. So definitely take her, let her know what your biggest takeaway was. You guys know that when you do that, I love to share your stories. I love to see who's listening. And so does she. So thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. 
just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14 day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com want to know a huge secret to my success Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori.